Welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. Kintsugi Life is about learning, growing and strengthening from the times of adversity and challenge that we all go through. It's about valuing them as part of what makes us who we are. Right now, let's get into the content. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. In this episode, I want to talk about the idea of asking others for help and to share with you why I think it is that I need to get better at asking for help and why maybe you do too. You see, I think that seeking assistance isn't a weakness. In many cases, it's actually a strength if we know how to do it and when to do it. I've always struggled to ask for help from others, no matter how much I might have needed to or wanted to. I've a track record of not asking for favours, even when I deserved deserved them or needed them. I've faced greater difficulties than I might have done in various aspects of life, had I just surfaced the issue a little sooner to those who could have helped. I recognise that it's a weakness. It's not just in relation to the big things of life either. I'd sooner miss out on a social event than just ask someone to babysit my kids. Home deliveries are needlessly complicated, as I won't ask my neighbour to receive a parcel for me, even if I know that they're always home. I complicate my life out of a staunch refusal to ask anyone to do anything for me, even though I'd consider myself helpful and amenable to helping others. Why is this? Am I just a martyr? I'm definitely a loner in many ways. My preference is generally to be alone and freed from distractions or interruptions to work through things. Lately, I've acknowledged this as a weakness as much as it can be a strength. When it goes too far, it leads to isolation and introversion. If I seek help from others, I'm fearful they'll think me needy or incapable. Instead, I want to be thought of as resilient, self-reliant and resourceful. I strive for independence, but I've needed to rely on family and friends while going through divorce and other low times in my life. I'm idealistic about being self-reliant and want to be seen as a provider rather than someone who needs to be provided for. I'm sure the times when I've leaned on others have left me with emotional hang-ups that remind me that I'm not as independent as I'd like to think I am. In trying to be fully self-sufficient and self-reliant and refusing to seek help when I needed it, I've unintentionally put distance between myself and others who I secretly wanted to be closer to. It's made me appear aloof and distant, like I didn't need help and that I had everything squared away and in hand. The truth instead was often that I was isolating myself out of fear or reluctance to open up and seek the help that I knew I badly needed. Is it such a bad thing to reach out to others? Should it be avoided in favour of being independent? Does it have to be one or the other? There's something called the Ben Franklin effect. Ben Franklin suggested that we should go out of our way to seek favours from others as a means of making them well disposed towards us in the longer term. And he said, in a quote, He that has once done you a kindness will be more ready to do you another one than he whom yourself have obliged. The Ben Franklin effect is the psychological phenomenon whereby a person who's already performed a favour for another is more likely to do another for them than if they simply owed them one. Wikipedia puts this down to cognitive dissonance, and this is based on the premise that we help others predominantly because we like them. Whether we actually do or not, our minds can't cope with inconsistency between our actions and our perceptions. 
So we establish a mental connection that if we've already helped someone by doing them a favour, we convince ourselves it's because we like them. This makes us all the more willing to help them again in future. Perhaps this is true, and we should all be asking each other for more favours as a means of strengthening the emotional connections between us. Maybe this is how supportive communities are forged to begin with, by helping each other out, doing favours for each other, and becoming more closely bonded as a result. Refusing to admit it. Perhaps my unwillingness to seek favours is due to being male, and my innate pig-headed refusal to ask for help out of principle. I read an article in The Good Men Project by Harris O'Malley in which they shared five must-follow man rules. Number one in that list was to be willing to ask for help. O'Malley points out that many men will go to lengths to avoid admitting to weakness or being incapable of handling things alone. The same applies to asking directions, seeking medical help or even reading the instruction manual for a new electrical appliance. And they say, in quote, being manly means playing through the pain. It means not whining or admitting defeat. It means not letting something like the blues get you down. But those deep-seated emotional issues can't be cured by willpower and external validation. At best, you make yourself numb for a little while. Not feeling the pain isn't the same as not being hurt. When I reflect on times when I've pressed onwards alone without seeking help, it was born out of a desire to appear strong and independent or at the very least to maintain illusions as such. To feel numb to the challenge was preferable to having to acknowledge it and ask for help. A little help from my friends. In times of crisis, I may realise that I'm in deeper than I'd like to be. I'm reluctant to admit it to others, much less reach out an arm so they can pull me out of the mire. My instincts tell me that the situation's of my own making, and I alone am to blame. I should therefore have what is needed within me to deal with it. I could just ask someone to give me help, the help I'd gladly give others, but I don't. I convince myself that it's my responsibility to sort things out and that I must find a solution within, rather than looking outwards for someone else to provide it. I confuse asking for help with weakness. It's confounded by the fear that I might be feeling as I face into uncertainty. I force myself to confront things and struggle onwards alone rather than admitting that I should ask for help, for a favour or for guidance. As a kid, one of my favourite movies was The Karate Kid, the original one, although I have to admit the remake was pretty good too. In one scene within the original Karate Kid, Sensei John Kreese drills the students of the Cobra Kai dojo. They shout, fear does not exist in this do dojo, does it? No, Sensei. Pain does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, Sensei. It would be nice if we could simply drill ourselves out of those feelings and instincts that didn't serve us positively. If we could tell ourselves that we aren't scared, that we aren't in pain, that we aren't weak and we don't need help. If we could simply spirit those feelings away. It might feel comfortable in the moment, but it wouldn't alter our reality. When we feel those emotions, it's a prompt for us to do something, to react, to course correct and to learn from them. I used to think that the only acceptable reaction was to take action, to toughen up and to do what was necessary to deal with things on my own. I'm gradually learning that an alternate course of action, one that's just as valid, is to realise when I need help and then to seek that out. Final thoughts. In his article, Harris O'Malley points to a responsibility that we all bear as humans, for I think this advice extends to more than just men. He says, 
you need to learn how to handle your shit. And that means being willing to ask for help when the problem goes deeper than just needing a pep talk or two. It's tempting to think that through tackling adversity alone, we can forge our own path through life and become the self-made human who's triumphed by sheer will and resilience. In reality, there are few who've achieved genuine success or significance in any aspect of life without being willing to accept a favour or a bit of help along the way. Seeking help isn't a selfish act either. It feels good to help others, and altruistic gestures and acts help us to feel better about ourselves and more positive about our role in life. When we give others the chance to help us when we need it, we may strengthen our relationship with them in the process, rather than straining and weakening them. I used to think that in asking for help I was risking my relationships with those I approached. I hope that by adopting a different approach, by seeking help more proactively and taking favours when needed, I'll strengthen those relationships through being open and not being not putting distance between me and those who I care about and who care about me. Possessing the awareness to know when you need help and having the ability to accept it gracefully and willingly is a great strength and one that I need to get better at. Asking for help isn't a sign of weakness, said Barack Obama. It's a sign of strength. It shows you have the courage to admit when you know don't know something and to learn something new. If Barack Obama recognises the power of seeking help, then I think it's something we should all learn. I hope that's made you reconsider perhaps how you think about asking for help. And in the meantime, this is Toby Hazelwood with Kintsugi Life saying goodbye. You've been listening to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. You can email me on toby at tobyhazelwood.com. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love for you to leave me a positive review if you feel unworthy of one. And I'd also love for you to share this with anyone else who you think might benefit from the content. Until next time, this is Toby Hazelwood saying goodbye.